Hello there, everybody. Here is Sophie B from Balance Bees Nonprofit, and today we're talking about mending hearts from sexual assault abuse. And we're going to begin with part one, which will be never blame yourself. It's hard to do, but like most people who haven't been sexually assaulted, I've been blamed for my own rape. I've been blamed by society. I've been blamed by my administration and my previous university. I've been blamed by random strangers who I trusted enough to tell my story to. I've been blamed by people I thought to be my friends who subtly indicated that it wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong time. I would never have been assaulted. I've been blamed by people and it was painful. But the most hurtful and invasive part was always done by me. Stop blaming yourself. In many ways, I was always my own biggest enemy, and when it came to victim blaming, for a long period of time, I treated myself badly. I treated myself in a way that I would have never treated anyone else, that I would never let anyone else treat me, or I thought, at some level, I knew that I was wrong to blame myself, yet I couldn't stop doing it over and over. Has that happened to you? Unfortunately, my situation isn't unique at all. A great number of people struggle with internalizing victim blaming every day. And this sense of self-blaming can cause a great amount of self-loathing and can hinder the process of healing after any type of assault. Society constantly tells us that people who have sexually assaulted us are to blame for their assault. But what they really mean is the only person to blame is the person who chooses to abuse. That is, the abuser. At some level, a great number of people who have been sexually assaulted do blame themselves for what has happened to them. But why? Do you? Even when they know it's not their fault, somehow we internalize the message society has sent to us. But why? Internalizing victim blaming can be psychologically and emotionally exhausting, and it can be a huge obstacle in healing after sexually being sexually assaulted. For this reason, it's imperative that we challenge ourselves to stop self-blaming. Addressing internal victim blaming might seem like a monumental task, but with a lot of self-love and a great deal of effort, we can kick some blame in the butt. Before I get into this, I want to note that the following list of is a selection of tips and methods that have helped me and others, many others, who internalize victim blame of course, not all of these methods will work for everybody. We know that everyone can heal differently. I'm not trying to be perceptively about how anyone should feel or heal. Rather, I would like to give people some ideas on how to approach their healing. So let's look at some of the ways we can approach our internalizing victim blaming. First, we can understand victim blaming is 
an intellectual level. Understanding something at an intellectual level is way different than understanding it at an emotional level. But it becomes easier to tackle involuntary, habitual, internalizing, victim-blaming once we understand victim-blaming intellectually. There is a lot of evidence that show us that anybody can be sexually assaulted, no matter their identity or behavior. Next thing, tackle those self-blaming thoughts directly. It's nearly impossible to tackle something you can't identify. So that's the reason it's imperative that you take notice of self-blaming thoughts whenever you have them. I personally find the following methods really helpful when tackling toxic self-blaming messages. Identify the thought I'm having. It is something general like, my rape was my fault. It is something more specific like, I shouldn't have been wearing that. I was only raped because I wore this. I was being flirtatious. Also identify thoughts where the thought came from, maybe it's randomly popped in your head. Maybe you've had the thought after someone said something victim-blaming to you. Maybe you saw something online that sparked your thought. And a certain source constantly causing you to have self-blame thoughts. It might be a good idea to avoid that person or thing that does that to you. Alternatively, you can try to prepare yourself emotionally before you deal with them. Remind yourself that your initial thought was wrong. This is where I draw on my intellectual understanding of victim blaming, as mentioned earlier in this article. I say to myself, hold on, you know it's not your fault. It was entirely your rapist's choice to rape you. He could have controlled himself if he had wanted to, or if he wasn't that sick. Replace your thought on self-blaming with other thoughts. Remind yourself that you're not to blame. Reaffirm that you're healing and you're doing really well. Then remind yourself about all the things you love about yourself. For example, your good qualities, your strengths, and your skills, if you still could remember them. I like to write all of these things down and work through it step by step. Not only does it help me keep a record of my progress, but it reminds me it is possible for me to put myself out of the cycle of victim-blaming thoughts. The trick is to do this many times until it becomes almost a habit. I've been doing this for many years, and now it's nearly automatic for me to address my self-blaming with introspection. Next thing, surround yourself with people who support your healing. Of course, we know that we live in a society that has a rape culture and it's nearly impossible to avoid all victim-blaming messages around us. But in case, certain cases, we have some level of control over the message that enters in our lives, where we are, what we're surrounded with, our environment. It is useful to surround yourself with people who try to not perpetrate use, not to perpetuate society harmful message about your rape. People who attempted to understand rape culture and will treat you with the compassion and understanding that you need.
and deserve. By surrounding ourselves with these kind of people, we can create an environment conductive to healing from internalizing victim blaming. I live in a city, Miami, Florida, for my entire life. And when I relocated at the beginning of my 20s, I had the opportunity to make new friends. Most of the friends I made were through gender-related activism. For this reason, most of them were politically-minded, compassionate, and clued into things like rape, culture, and victim-blaming. For the first time in my life, I felt I could discuss my assault with a group of people without worrying about them blaming me for it. I was entirely confident that they would try to support, be supportive of me as supportive as they could. If I said something that indicated that I was self-blaming, they would compassionately and gently remind me that I was not to blame. I can't describe to you how lucky I feel to be surrounded by such kind-hearted and supportive people. Those friends countered the harmful message society fed me, and they've helped me heal immensely. I highly recommend trying to create a supportive network of people who would perpetuate victim, who will not perpetuate victim-blaming messages, but rather approach the subject as an assault from a healthy and loving perspective. Sometimes it's difficult to know where to start meeting good people. So try meeting them through active, supportive groups and other community activities. If you're like me and struggle to make friends in person, it might be helpful to look for safe places online. I have found many good groups and friendships through Facebook, but you always have to be careful. If a friend of yours perpetuates unhealthy victim-blaming attitudes, ask yourself if that friend is toxic or if your friend can be worked on an attitude so that they can support you more effectively. Self-love is incredibly necessary, but it's important to surround yourself with love from others, too. Healthy, loving relationships can provide us with nourishment we need when we forget how to nourish ourselves. We're going to take a break now. It's been 10 minutes. And since I'm new to podcasting, we're going to take a break from Balanced Bees and we're going to continue with the next stages of never blaming yourself, mending your heart, on sex- being sexually assaulted as a child or as a youth. We're here for you. We have lots of advice and good information to provide you but you're always welcome to reach out to us, talk to us, let us know what you're going through, let us be there for you. Again, Balance Beans Nonprofit, here for you. We'll be back for the second part of Never Blaming Yourself. <laughs> 